0: Welcome to my podcast, Little Mind Chats. Minds are little, not our thoughts. I'm your host, Tiona. It's a real exciting day today as I've made this episode specifically to summarize all the lovely things we learned in Season 2 Space and say hello to the coming up Season 3. I would like to say thank you to all the three scientists who took their time to share their great experiences with us. They took up the challenge of explaining all the complexity of space to small children like us. We started with Dr. Gur Prasad, an ex-Israel scientist, explaining a huge lot of interesting facts about our solar system in episodes 16 and 17. He spoke to us about how the first four planets, Mercury, Venus, Earth and Mars, are in Goldilocks zone and has the possibility of having water in its liquid state. But the gigantic king of planets, Jupiter, could fit 1,300 Earths into it, has actually helped the formation of our Earth by taking a hit from a good lot of comets. I love Jupiter. Can we really land on any of the other four planets? Jupiter, Uranus, Saturn or Neptune? I wondered they were just gas, so someone could jump and come out of the other end. But this is what Dr. Guru Prasad clarified.
1: It is not possible. When you go there in a spacecraft, let us say, it is not easy to go to Jupiter like that. There are a lot of dangers. Let us say, think of it just for the sake of understanding. Go there and jump onto the surface of Jupiter. Then you will be jumping into an endless swimming pool kind of thing. There is no solid surface. You cannot stand on Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune as you do in the case of Mercury, Venus, Earth and Mars. You can't come from the other side of the Jupiter just like that. Because, you know, the thing is, uh, it is not like, you know, in the case of a swimming pool, from the top to the bottom, water density is the same. But the density increases, increases so much, you can't even imagine. Nothing will be there. It is, first it will be gas, then a compressed gas, then it becomes liquid. Then it is solid and still this one. So you can't jump into Jupiter and come from the other side. That is not possible. (laughs) Okay. Also,
0: I wondered if Earth could be the same if our lovely moon wasn't around. Answer was a no. Because of its distance from Earth, which is 384,000 kilometers, it played a great role in attracting a load of comets and asteroids and avoided them hitting our Earth. Not just that, our moon helped stabilize the axis of our Earth, which in turn is the reason for all the seasons we enjoy. We discussed how Venus was very hot and weird as its temperature is nearly 460 degrees. Ranged sulfuric acid has 90% carbon dioxide. I did conclude then and again now that I'm surely never considering visiting Venus. The planet of great interest to humanity at the moment, Mars has water vapor and snow, but very less liquid water. Numerous spacecrafts from countries across the world are sent out to Mars to explore how suitable it is for our future colonization. Dr. Guru Prasad explained why we cannot grow plants on Mars. We concluded by understanding why Pluto is not a planet too. Please do listen to episode 17 to know why. Thank you, Dr. Guru Prasad. We then had a chance to listen to Dr. Madhusudan, Assistant Director of Nehru Planetarium, Bengaluru. He spoke to us about our universe and black holes in Episodes 20 and 21. Revealing some amazing fact, I mean, I never knew that nebula was formed when the star blows away its outer covering during its end time. And it was very interesting to note that nebula is the result of death of some stars and nebula is also the cause of the birth of some stars. He beautifully explains why distance in space are measured in light years and not traditionally in kilometers. It really surprised me that the sun's rays would take one and a half years to reach the edge of our solar system. Here's what Dr. Maldusuddin said about moon travel and what its sky would be like if we stood on the moon.
2: And you used be surprise if you were to go to the moon. it is mean, people talk about tourism, uh, space tourism and uh, moon tourism and things like that. Yeah, we spoke about this with Dr.
0: Gurpasad.
2: Maybe I will not live long enough to see that day, but you are definitely going to see in your lifetime. If you were to go to the moon as a tourist, remember my words, you can see the sun shining brightly in the moon's sky, but if you look a little away from the place where the sun is, the sky as seen from the moon will be pitch dark. Absolutely dark. Okay, you can see the stars are shining there, and you can see planets, and if there's a comet, you can see the comet. You can see all the celestial objects that you can see with the naked eye, even though the sun is shining brightly in the sky, as seen from the moon.
0: Wow, that must be such a
2: fascinating thing to see.
0: There was one other interesting fact about nature Dr. Mother Madhusudan revealed while discussing about the different colours in our universe. It's about how bees, yeah, the honey-making buzzing bees, they see a flower in a totally different colour to what we see. Google it, see like a bee. We also listen to how black holes are a one-way street and nothing can escape being gobbled into it if it goes close enough. Yeah, not even light. If you were wondering what the difference between stellar black hole and supermassive black holes is, you should listen to episode 21 for sure. Thank you, Dr. Madhusudan. In episode 25, if you remember, we spoke a lot of stuff about stars and constellations. Guess what? Dr. B. Shailaja, ex-director of Jawaharlal Nehru Made it so much easier for us to understand what stars are and why they appear to be twinkling. I was amazed at her simple explanation on why constellations are identified in our skies. I wasn't aware they served as direction to our ancestors. Also, Doctor Shailaja clearly explained how North Star has always served as a direction guide.
2: Listen to her here. The Pole Star is an indicator of the location, your location on the earth. If you are closer to the equator, it will be low. If you are moving north to higher latitudes like uh, 50 degrees, then the star will rise higher and higher and that gives you an indication of how much you have moved on the earth. Therefore, the ancient people
0: used it for navigation. She also guides us at the right time and direction to be able to see Venus. Guess what? I did see it in the morning. Until I spoke to her, I only knew about a star. But she explained how there are different types of stars. How wondrous! Thank you so very much, Dr. B. for sharing such wondrous things with us and even encouraging us to look up the sky as a habit. We finally picked a topic with Dr. Guru Prasad again, and this time it was satellites in episode 30 and 31. I just love the way he explained all we need to know of satellites. How many there are, what do they do, why are they important, what space debris is, how each country is doing, and all the different types of satellites we have zooming around our Earth. These two episodes, 30 and 31, are a must listen. He very eloquently explains how our lives these days depend on gadgets. And these gadgets, irrespective of what you are doing, deeply depend on our satellites. Yes, including my podcast you're listening to right now. Thank you so very much, Dr. Guru Prasad. So, how do we pursue something in space, like being an astronaut or an astrophysicist? I would like to conclude that for us to do anything in space in the future, it is very important for us to do well at mathematics and science in our school and later in college. But to channelise us more into space subjects, Dr. then mentioned about the weekly classes conducted at Planetarium to nurture young scientists. Wow, thank you so very much! Are you wondering what the next season is likely to be? Here it is, it's education! After compiling all the questions I had in my little mind about education, we got in touch with some very interesting teachers and education professionals who work day in and out to make sure we children are well educated. Don't miss all the great advices they have for us and of course for our parents. I hope you won't miss out any of the episodes in season 3. I really appreciate you listening to me. Please do share my podcast with all your known contacts. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn and of course visit my website anytime. And if you haven't sent in your entries for this month's competition, Native Photography, hurry! Tomorrow, 29th October is the last day. Results will be announced on 1st November Sunday meet you with the first episode on education on sunday 1st november thanks to tan for listening bye